Welcome to the DMV's very own Table for Four podcast, where we are the DMV's voice for all. So sit back, relax, and be entertained. Yo, what's good, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Table for Four Podcast. I am your main host, Daniel. Today, we do not have any special guests today, uh, but that's okay. We're going to go ahead and keep this thing going on. Uh, We got uh, number 15 on our list of uh, black cinema movies to check out coming up at the end of the podcast. Uh, We're on day 15. Today is February excuse me February 15th 2021 and we're just going to be going ahead to talk about uh, Black History Month Unfiltered so we're going ahead and move on to the next person uh, this person person's name is Sister Rosetta Tharp uh, she was born uh, March 20th 1915 and she died October 9th 1973 um, I did not know much about this uh Miss uh, Tharp at all you know when I did my research when I came up with the list I found out I was like oh wow I had no idea who she was and then that's why I put her on this list because I did I had no idea who she was before I put her on this list so got my uh, my paragraph for you guys and I'll go ahead and read it for you guys sister Rosetta Tharp uh, was born, sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, it's Tharp or Thorpe, I think it's Tharp, uh, excuse me, Sister Rosetta Tharp was born March 20th, 1915, uh, her original name was, uh, Rosetta Newbin, uh, she was born in Arkansas, Arkansas, uh, on a cotton plant, you know, her parents were both cotton pickers, and her parents were both singers and entertainers, uh, and in their spare time, they would, you know, entertain. Uh, they were very involved in the gospel community and uh, a lot of the black churches down there. Um, and you know, a lot of you guys are like, oh, well, why is she on this list? Is she a singer? What did she do? Well, uh, I'll go ahead and continue on reading so you guys can find out. Uh, at the early age of six, Sister Rosetta uh, Tharp, along with her mother, performed in play, played the guitar at local churches in the area primarily gospel and people would always say her singing and guitar playing is a miracle um you know that's what people said when they when she performed at the at such a young age and uh, so by the age of 23 on october 31st 1938 she recorded uh for the first time ever uh four sides for deca records backed by lucky Melinda's Jazz Orchestra. Um, so she gained popularity after that. Uh, she soon started recording gospel or her gospel recordings. Um, you know, she had such a unique sound and spiritual lyrics and rhythmic rhythmic accomplishments uh, that, you know, it was just something that a lot of people haven't heard before, especially because she was using a guitar at that time and you know she was one of the great she was the first 
person of, of her generation at that time to start recording gospel music uh, with the rhythm and blues and the rock and roll sound to it. Because I said before, she played the guitar. She played the electric guitar. Um, so she had this kind of swag to her that nobody else had at that time. And, you know, the reason why she's on this list is because they, you know, she is known as the godmother of rock and, mo- rock and roll. Uh, and this is why she's on my list, because I did not know that. I've never heard of uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp before I put her on my list. Um and I was very anxious to get her, you know, to read about her life when her, this day came, um, you know, just writing about her and learning so much about her. Um, and so she's known as the godmother of rock and roll. And she has influenced at that time. She influenced a lot of rock and roll or rhythm and blues or that type of style of music with the guitar because she was hitting she was you know doing notes on the guitar that you know no african-american woman or no woman has ever done before in a sense and she was setting you know she was paving the way and you know she influenced many of the early rock and roll musicians from little richard who actually she paid for his first recorded song or a record. Uh, I don't know if it was a full album or anything, uh, but she paid for him to record his first um, record because she saw so much talent in him. And she also invited him up on stage during one of her concerts. Um, so that's how he got his start as well, uh, I, which I had, had no idea. And she also influenced Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, and even Elvis Presley. Um, now I don't know if this is true. I just kind of like skimmed over it. Uh, I wasn't, you know, hundred percent sure about the facts, but it was said that, uh, sister Rosetta Tharp had kind of a, a swag dance while she was, you know, playing, you know, playing the guitar and, you know, Elvis kind of had the same thing. And they asked Elvis, this is what I read in one of the articles. They asked Elvis, Oh, where did you, you know? get that dance move or how did you you know be able to do like where'd you get come up with that idea and he actually said uh he was influenced by sister rosetta tharp um so kudos to her you know she had swag dancing and uh playing the guitar so big ups to her and everything that she did uh so she influenced a lot of those uh early rock and roll musicians um so fun fact um Tharp's 1944 release Down by the Riverside was selected for the National Recording Registry uh, for of the U.S. Library of Congress in 2004. And on December 13th, 2017, she was chosen to be uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as uh, an early influencer uh, for that category. So 
big ups to her. Like I said, I had no idea who she was. Uh, actually, you know, some of her videos are on YouTube as well. They're old black and white videos. Um, so go check them out. I was listening to a couple of her songs and uh, I just thought that, wow, this is pretty cool that, you know, her memory is, you know, still alive. And I also read that they, she, a lot of her records went to Universal Studios, uh, their music department and i read was reading they had a fire in 2008 and a lot of her records got like the masters of her records got lost uh in in that fire so it's kind of sad to see and hear about that but you know as long as her you know her legacy is still living on through you know the rock and roll hall of fame and you know i know some of her records should be on spotify or apple music or something like that but she's definitely on youtube go check her out um she she does have that that gospel soul uh to her and the guitar playing she does have her own swag as i was checking that out um <clears throat> but moving on to number 15 on our list for uh black cinema movies let me just make sure it's number 15 let me double check real quick um but Moving on, number 15, yeah, number fifth. no, excuse me, I'm li- I lied, number 14 on our list, number 14, I say, uh, number 14 on our black cinema movie is, excuse me, uh, came out in 2013, uh, starring my, my boy, uh, my other, my other brother, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, it's, it's called, uh, Fruitvale Station, um, you know, when I saw this movie, it was very impactful, you know, because it, it happens. It's been happening a lot recently with the killings of young African-American males, um, you know, from the police, police brutality and everything. And this is one of the first movies that actually talked about a true story. So this this movie is based on a true story. And I'll go ahead and read the storyline to you guys. Uh, this is a, this is a true story of Oscar, a 22 year old Bay area. That means San Francisco for you guys who did not know, uh, Bay area residents who wakes up on the morning of December 31st, 2008 and feels something in the air. Not sure what it is. He takes it as a sign to get a good start on his, uh, resolutions, uh, being a better son to his mother, whose birthday falls on New Year's Eve, uh, being a better being a better partner to his girlfriend, who he hasn't been completely honest with as of late, and being a better father to T, their beautiful four year old daughter. Uh, he starts out well, but as the day goes on, he realizes that change is not going to come easy. He crosses paths with friends, families, and strangers. And each exchange showing showing us that there is more uh, to Oscar than meets the eye. But with its final encounter of the day with police officers at Fruitville Bart Station, that is uh, that would shake the Bay Area to its very core and cause the entire nation to be witness to the story of Oscar Grant. Um, if you guys didn't know, the BART station is their metro. Uh, so just, you know, just want to let you guys know about that. If you're like, oh, what's the BART station? It's their, uh, you know, their train station in that area. Very good movie. Um, very sad movie, but very... It's a feel-good movie, but it doesn't feel good at the end, to say the least. Um, 
but I definitely suggest that everybody go check it out as well. So, but once again, I just want to thank everybody for listening. You know, listening to me talk about uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Uh, you know, the godmother of rock and roll. You know, shout out to her. I raise my glass to you. Cheers. Thank you for everything that you have done and grace us with this beautiful music. Um, but yes, uh, just want to thank you for listening once again. And um, I will be recording every single day for Black History Month. Um, even if I don't post it on uh, the Instagram or tweet it on my Twitter, um, just make sure you guys should go check it out and, you know, click and listen. It's going to be on Spotify and Apple podcasts as well. So thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys have a good week and, uh, just stay safe out there guys. Peace.